0: Welcome to another episode of 90 Thoughts, the 90 Day Fiancé podcast, hosted by yours truly, Dylan, and my mother, Alana. Why don't you say hi, Mom? Hi,
1: everybody. Welcome back. Keep listening.
0: All right. Before we dive into the show, how has your week been? What's been going on since the last time we chatted, Mom?
1: No, it's, I'm pretty pretty good. I'm actually getting really used to working from home. I really am liking this remote. It's going to be hard to get off the remote train.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, you have your 90 day fiance, you have your, you know, your PJs at work, like who, what, you know, what's not to love, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. um, Yeah.
0: What about you? Oh, that's nice of you to ask. Uh, Yeah, similar, you know, I've been super productive. I always had really bad FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. And now that like, for better or worse, unfortunately, you know, we're dealing with everything Corona related, but everything is shut down. So no FOMO, you know, there's nothing else I'm missing out on. So I'm able to really dive in and be more productive, which is a nice little, I guess, silver lining to this whole thing. Um, that is good. Yeah, so I'm super excited to dive in today was a, a or let's say this week was another juicy episode um, Who do we want to get started with? Do we want to talk about? Uh, our main man Dave and uh, the mysterious possibly not existent Lana
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty Over the top with him. I have to say he kind of I think he Is over the edge. He's a little bit out of control. I'm kind of worried for him
0: I know I I agree. This was an episode where it really took a dark turn and just to kind of give a quick recap um, so this this week, Dave hired a private investigator to get to, know, to get to the bottom of this. Which at least you know you wish he could just move on, but okay, fine. He's really going to get some answers now and get some finite truths. But then the private investigator actually you know did what he was supposed to do. He found out that she was fake, and he refused to believe it. And uh, it was pretty crazy to see. I'm to be honest, I'm glad that the cameraman was in the room because he almost feared for for his friend, the Russian translator, because he was getting really upset, almost off, yeah. almost unhinged. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And he just, um, I so then I'm thinking, wait a minute, he's the one that hired the private (laughs) investigator. So what's this all about? But I'm thinking that he was hoping that private investor, maybe he's going to say Lana's being held captive, hostage somewhere against her will. She wants to come to you, you know, her knight in shining armor. I think that's what he was looking for. Some other scenario. He didn't, he it sounded like he didn't want to there wasn't even in his mind that this could be a scam like everybody else.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really like, you see how addicted these people get, these women, like these people on these apps, they know exactly how to control these guys and what to do and how to pull them in. And he really is, it's just like a drug addiction. What
1: you say, Dylan, he seems so like DSM for delusional.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Unfortunately, I mean, he won't, he won't listen to any reason at this point. And now it's almost just like you, it's hard to watch. And like 90 Day Fiance has always been a little bit, you know, off the deep end in some characters, but now you're watching a whole different kind of yeah, so it's like it's this scary totally you know, this scary episode. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully he can get the help he needs. It's tough. You think, you know, outside of this, he seems like a great guy. He seems like he's, he's got a relatively, you know, good head on his shoulders. He's just, you know, he's hooked in and he, he can't find a way out. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I what just else don't know
1: how family like. and friends, like how good a family and friends he had, because how could they let this, you know, go on so far? You know, I yeah. think it, it took over. That's true. Me.
0: But I mean, you can't, I don't know, like, you know, you consider this or compare it to a drug addiction. And if in that case, like, you totally. can't always say totally. a family could, could have done He's something. He's harming himself. Your, yeah. But He's when, so when really you're hooked, you're hooked, though. You know, sometimes friends, as much as they want to, the best intentions can't really yeah. help them. They that pulled in. Um, but yeah, when, it's tough to see. So um, I think that's David. Hopefully, you know, he has brighter days ahead of him. Uh, Lana, obviously, we don't need to go there because I don't think she exists. I think it's all right. it's pretty clear at this point. Um, but, you know, let's stick to, uh, well, actually, let's save the other kind of catfish for, for a little later. Let's jump into some. Yeah, some it's more too music. dark for the beginning. Um, let's get some synergies yeah, <laughs> I know, let's get our synergies up. Let's get everyone here. Yeah, in people too end. now. Now we don't want to doom and gloom our, our listeners. <laughs> so... Um, how about, you know, this this couple always gets a reaction. How about Baby Love and Usman? How are we wow. doing in Nigeria? What do you have to that say was, there this week?
1: Yeah, I did feel, I felt hurt for him when she's like, I got to get out of town. This is nothing good here. And The poor guy grew up here. That's his childhood home, you know, and she just, oh, she just full of negativity, this Lisa Baby Love.
0: I know, like you think, you know, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but you think if you looked into like the color of her soul, it's just all dark, you know, she's like a yeah, uh... i I'm, I'm
1: waiting for something. <laughs> yeah, the,
0: I'm so with you. What she said when she was leaving his, this is his hometown. You think you maybe, you know, you daydream about bringing your future wife or husband to to where you grew up and they admire like the place that turned you into the person that you become. And instead she's just like, oh, I'm glad we're getting out of here. I was very unimpressed with this place. Like, oh man, you know, first of all, you're in Nigeria. It's not America. You know that. You have to level your expectations. And then outside of that, just kind of show some, you know, some warmth. Show some.
1: Decency. Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh man. And then, you know, it seems like today the, uh, the marriage counselor, the marriage license authority figure, he was today doing what uh, baby love or what Usman's mom couldn't do in the end. He was trying to finally say, no, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. So he might be was, now our, you know, our minute savior here. What are you going to say?
1: And it was kind of weird to me because if, she, you know, maybe I want to say, oh geez, Usman shouldn't open his mouth because they wouldn't have had any records. They wouldn't have known that she was divorced, but you know, maybe it would have come out, but it was so weird because, wouldn't she know if she's flying all the way from to Nigeria, you know, to bring everything, even you go to a password, you go for a driver's license, you even if you're going to go renew half the time you take everything your birth certificate, social security card, everything you have like I can't imagine that she wouldn't bring her divorce papers.
0: Well, you know, and there she, you know, just shows another like trait that goes against them for the relationship. You know, something bad happens like that. And the only thing she could do was blame Usman and whether it was his fault or her fault. Yeah, but yet I do,
1: she did tell him to check, like what was needed. That's true. Maybe that was the only task that she gave him. But even her, I'm thinking she could have maybe Googled on the internet, what documents do you need, you know, for a Nigerian marriage?
0: Absolutely. And I think that's a running theme with, you know, our our cast members on 90 Day Fiance is basically... Uh, they don't really do what they should do many, many times. <laughs> I don't that think you could say, hey, you know, if, if I think if they were going to do the, you know, the, the rational thing, they likely wouldn't be on the show. So I think that's just par for the course. That know, is true. Kinda... That's the type
1: of character you get. And even now, <laughs> yeah. is, do they need a certified notarized copy or couldn't they have asked, hey, could we just email it? Because obviously it's, if it's at home, the daughter can take a picture of it or she can, I think she's from York um, County or York, Pennsylvania. Obviously, the daughter, somebody could get a copy. It would be public records. Maybe she can even Google it on her own computer there. Go to one of those Nigerian cafes and she can pull it up. So did nobody asked, does it have to be mailed or couldn't they just you know, get a copy that way? To, you know, That, that was, surprised me there that they didn't even ask. The only thing they could think of was the mail, which I can't see how it could be there in three days.
0: Yeah, I, I can't see that either. And and just to catch our, our viewers up, just as a quick recap, so they're ready to get married. They want this, you know, court marriage. Um, and the the marriage authority there said that they need uh, Lisa's proof of divorce because she's previously <clears throat> been divorced in America. So that's news to her. She says, "Well, I don't have it. It's in America." So now there's this marathon type thing that we're setting up for where they're going to need to somehow get a copy of her of her divorce papers and have it shipped. All the way from America to Nigeria before uh, Lisa is set to leave in three days. So it's kind of like this romantic comedy trope where, like, you know, it's coming down to the wire, except <laughs> instead of Cinderella or, you know, the, the, know, the like couple of making it the till the end, it's going to be these people. I don't know who we're rooting for, the, the man's fail or, or for them.
1: What did you think of his whole, you know, he rants and raves that he's kind of tired of her pushing him around. And then he says, well, because it sounds like because she's an American. Normally, the Nigerian man is the head of the household, but I'm willing to give her 40 and I'll take 60. <laughs> so we kind of compromise. What did, how did you feel about that?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously they're coming from two completely different cultures. So the fact that he's, even to this point, the fact that he's put up with what he's put up with, I think is very different from what you'd expect from it seems like the people around him. Um, and the yeah, that's why I said to.
1: just because of the way she is. Mm-hmm and she should be thrilled to get 40
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's that's i don't know pleasure. it doesn't vote well like it's tough i don't know how that's gonna you know if this is how they are in their honeymoon phase so to speak i don't know what yeah. happens when, when things get that's even true. More real
1: hopefully everybody's on their best behavior and they're almost they're just yeah. oh my oh, no. god they're holding on by a bare thread but he just it, even says he kind of emphasized he says, you know, if we don't get this divorce paper, this is going to ruin my chances.
0: <laughs> I know. America, go to America. I should have
1: said, "Marry my know. love."
0: I was thinking that. the same thing. It's funny. He goes like, "Yeah, this will be, you know, this will ruin my chance to finally get to America and marry baby LaVisa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so like just an afterthought.
1: Yeah. Started. We know uh, where he's that's headed. True. That's true. But he's true. a lovable, He's kind of a lovable character. You know, you can't get too mad at
0: him. Yeah. I mean, compared to who he's with, you. This is maybe. Yeah. The first, so it makes him
1: look better. This if is might that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. I think it it's the first instance
0: on on 90 Day Fiancé where we're actually rooting for for the person who might just be after the papers. So that's yeah, a first. that is
1: this, this <laughs> is weird this season. We yeah. really haven't had that except I think Michael and Ann, Angela. We really love Michael last year. Yeah, that's true. From Nigeria, uh, also.
0: Okay, so we'll see. You know, if this this photo finish, this you know, like cliche movie type ending comes through with these marriage papers or not, but um. Moving on to our, another couple, let's jump into Ash and Avery. What are your thoughts there, mom?
1: Well, you know, they, they were probably fighting nonstop because it didn't get very far from episode to episode. I think it's like one day. And they were fighting nonstop. It looks kind of brutal. They look miserable and at each other's throats. And I know he, you know, is appearing he's looking really unhinged you know he really mm-hmm. is totally um very very upset but I still feel that she's she kind of is not showing any warmth to him mm-hmm. you know the, the seminar was a complete disaster and I think may you know instead of just trying to meet him a little bit halfway you know maybe ash i know the kind of man you are i know you didn't it, it maybe you didn't mean to come across the way you did let's talk about it she she is i feel she is just attacking him mm-hmm. you know it's not a popular belief but i feel she's just attacking him and really is not trying to comfort him at all because either way he really got his rear end
0: kicked yeah, absolutely it. um yeah and so just as again another quick recap so um ash and avery Avery, ash had a big relationship class last episode where he spoke to a group of women about dating and relationships and it did not go well at all he did come off as you know to be honest pretty sexist i think that was the uh that was the uh the main thought there avery thought so a lot of the guests thought so definitely the edit made him look that way um but you know, the same way he wasn't saying anything completely salacious or completely evil. So you know, he really this was like his career, his business. This was a big moment for him, especially it being on TV, and he completely you know crashed and burned. And Avery, you know, when you're looking for, I think, someone to comfort you and say, "Oh, hey, I'm your support here. This was tough. I got your back." She was just wanting to dig deeper to like kind of kick him while he's down, throw salt in the wound, and question his his opinions on these things. And I think it's fair to have questions about what she heard but a time and place, you know? And I think more than anything, he needed a partner there because this isn't a guy you just met. This is a guy that you're thinking about marrying. This is a guy you've talked to endlessly at this point. So I think there's some room to, to wait for that conversation. Yeah, um,
1: you brought up such a good point. Let's say if maybe he was in it or if there was any type of wrong reasons or whatever, he wanted to further his career too, he's got to be realizing that this is going to be broadcast all over, you know, the United States, probably Australia, so many parts of the world that his career could have literally been ruined in that seminar. And then Mm -hmm. to have her not have his back and just really attack him nonstop, that's got to be probably brutal. And that's where I think he did make some remarks and say, you're heartless.
0: Mm -hmm. And you kind of agree with, agree, like from what we've seen, you got to agree with him. Cause he's and there was one part where he actually was really vulnerable and he, for this tough, confident guy, he admitted to her and he said, you know, I got squished like a bug and, and he was very vulnerable and very kind of open there. And it was just a place for her to like, you know, comfort him and be there for him. And instead she just continued to only see it her way to only say like, you know, I'm done. I don't want to talk about this. She refused to give him any kind of support. And, you know, totally. even if, so even though, you know, Ash wasn't perfect and he didn't say the best things in that class, I kind of am fully team Ash on this. And I think it wasn't right of Avery. And no. I'm, I'll go out on a limb and kind of speculate here. But I, I ha, if I had to guess, I think Avery is the kind of person where, you know, she's she's a very pretty woman um, in America. You would think she doesn't have any problem meeting guys or guys approaching her, things like that. Um, so why is she still single? Why is she having to find a guy all the way in Australia? And I think to me, it's probably a case of where it seems like Avery really just wants things like her, her list of boxes. She wants it her way. She wants things to be on this perfect list and it's got to be her way and she won't sacrifice or compromise. And so she hasn't found that in America because it's not really a reasonable thing to ask. But then when she's dating someone abroad, it's not a real relationship. It's her way because guess what? They probably only talk a half hour a day, you know, and it's not real life. Yeah. Yeah, Or they, so it's like, I, Avery can talk to him when he's ready or when she's ready, she doesn't have to deal with jealousy or little things or anything like that. They can text each other sweet nothings, you know, and there's no weight attached to that. There's no commitment attached to that. So I think she can just, like, you know, the 23 and a half hours of the day that you're not talking to him is when she can speculate and assume it's actually her way. Um, and but I, I think, think yeah, that's why she
1: said, about, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. that's why I think she said that, you know, she wanted to check all the boxes. Like, nobody, I don't care who it is, nobody's perfect to check all the boxes. And you're probably right on the, you know, video chat
0: mm-hmm.
1: can mm-hmm. check all the boxes but in reality and maybe that did happen here in america
0: good point I think, yeah
1: i think also if you think about it i think what he was trying to say you know, he might have a specialty where he's trying to come across as a life coach that he has an inside a little bit of an inside information on what men want what women are looking for maybe that was his angle and like i said i think last time i think he does better one-on-one mm-hmm. so he, I, I think he's also in shock too. <laughs> From the smooth sought after life coach to like a laughing stock at that seminar.
0: Yeah, I, way, I agree.
1: He needed support and he is not getting it. No way, no how. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, it's tough. So I don't know where this goes. And I think you had an interesting point that the show, the characters are on different timelines. Like they all go pretty much for three weeks. It seems like, but you have Varia and, and Jeffrey who their trip is about to end. And then you go to Vanessa and Erica and their trip she said they've only been together for a week so i think they just edit based on how much content they have so if they have like a whole story in three weeks that's great and then they pace it properly but if things go to the, it's like you know if things are a disaster and they end after a week the show has to cram a lot more in quickly so it's hard to say we don't know how things are going to go with other characters but i think you know we're we're spacing out the content based on what we have it not necessarily in the, the same True. um all right so speaking of do we want to jump into varia and jeffrey yeah um, so, just, so do you want to give a quick recap of of what happened this episode and where we're at?
1: Well, so they were on a camping trip. Um mm-hmm. they're still trying. Bararia is still trying to decide if she's gonna able to accept Jeffrey's sordid past that he was <laughs> as a young adult mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. selling drugs and she's gonna, you know, move ahead. Can she get over that, that he that he has this past? And they go camping with his good friend Igor. And I think Igor is just kind of left, and they're on their own. And things are kind of really like a honeymoon phase. They really seem to be getting along well with each yeah, other.
0: This, this is really like the, you know, the all-stars of this uh, season. Surprisingly, I think if you can call them all-stars, this is really like the only couple that I think has a really healthy chance to be anything real. Um, and it's good to see. I think you at least, it's good to have at least one of those. It's nice that things are going well. Um, and yeah, I think you can kind of both, you can we're at a place where we can root for both of them right now, which is good. Um, yeah, I think it was a nice episode. I think Varya has a great personality. She's she yeah. really lovable. Uh, it was fun to see them in that, the, the Russians. Yeah, uh, and it's they, cool.
1: You uh, learn about culture and Russian Yeah, I could the, make it in, get comfortable getting a whiff for those, those. Yeah, things. and her too. And you're thinking, but it's supposed to be healthy. So I like to see culture where we can learn a little bit. Yeah, so it was nice. She's about to pop the question, and she looks so like <laughs> surprised, part giddy, part hopeful. So we'll see. But they seem the most normal at this point, I think, of everybody.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that is one thing where like as as what good as everything is going, you do cringe a little bit because, you know, he talked about kind of the future in marriage in that one scene and she was very clear that she's like, I'm really enjoying this. I really like you, things are going well, but I still have things to think about. And then the very next day it seems like, Okay, I hear you, but guess what I'm proposing? So you know, we'll see how it goes next next episode. It looks like we'll see what she says, but it, in the teaser, it almost looked like she was kind of getting ready to, to say no or to not say yes. Really? And, I mean, you can't you really know. blame her in some ways. You can't, see uh, They always tease it, so you never know. But I just, I uh, you you question the timing. Mean, as great as everything went, you know, when she tells you, "I need time to think about things," it's not maybe not the best time to ambush her with like a ring. <laughs> and uh, yeah,
1: so- <laughs> but I think uh, his, but his whole. We've seen such personality shifts from him being so confident to you know, beat down from the family, like a hardened criminal to now, you know, on his way back. So he's, he's been through so many emotions and we've seen so Mm -hmm. many fights to him. And I, I like him to get his confidence back.
0: Absolutely. Um, and I know I'm, you know, I'm rooting for them. I think we're rooting for them at this point. They're like our, our, uh, you know, hopefully our extent of happily ever after. Um, all right. So why don't we move on to, um, you wanna do Erica and Vanessa?
1: Sure. Go go um Erica's <laughs> parents. No Erica and Oh my gosh. Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie. yeah oh, Stephanie, I'm sorry, Stephanie. Yeah, I don't know why I said. Yeah. That yeah erica's Erica. parents were adorable <laughs> they oh really my could goodness. not have been
0: cooler they are like you could write them in a movie yeah. you know they... i know
1: like okay i'm bisexual and then pass the chinese food
0: i uh, know what a great line that's that should be like a 90 day fiance line that lives on it for me. like you have the first you know bisexual or or potentially gay couple yeah. the show and and she she makes this announcement and they have the silence you don't know how they're going to react and the father says okay can you pass the fried rice <laughs>
1: that was adorable and you know but you know you would almost expect they made her you know she is such an upbeat wonderful wonderful positive girl and you just can't expect that her parents would be sour pusses or or not understanding or negative anyway like they that has to be her parents you know it Mm -hmm. just it can't be any other way they were wonderful Mm -hmm. and it was great it was very uplifting
0: yeah I'll, I'll agree and i think this show just continues to make to make me you know even more bigger fans of, of australians in general every like you know australian they've thrown at us has been jolly and fun and awesome from all of erica's friends to erica's parents they've all been great and you know, yeah seems like a great to place
1: into to have in australia
0: um they all have that jolly like fun personality um and yeah it's good to see that, that that was accepted and then it looks like we're in a good place for now but according to the teasers not to too carried away, but it looks like, yeah. you know, what, what goes up must come down in this case. And, you know, I think we're going to see another blow up next week. But for now, at least, hey, they had a win. That's good. And, yeah, uh, and you I know,
1: and, and you never yeah. know with Stephanie, because I don't know, she she was a blogger, but I don't know if she's ever given any indication that she was bisexual, or gay, anything. So her mother might be in complete shock. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And team. I still don't know, like,
0: we really, they, maybe they just haven't showed it, but we haven't really seen them, like really being affectionate to each other we haven't seen like stephanie really like you know feeling like this is her girlfriend she still kind of has like the body language of a friend Mm -hmm. i still don't know that stephanie is even in this for the right reasons i you know totally have my doubts and it's one thing to say okay maybe they're not in love but i think an even bigger scandal is maybe she's not even really you know a a lesbian or bisexual so um yeah who knows but we'll see what happens i guess
1: yeah we'll see Um,
0: so Okay, I think I want to go to, well, I'd love to go to, you know, I think what was maybe another really interesting couple, uh, but let's save Big Ed and Rose for uh, a little, you know, a little in between. Let's jump into the Williams, and was it Yolanda? Is that,
1: is that her name? Yeah, not much going there. That was like a snail's pace from last <laughs> I, know. I want to take them to do um... a reverse.
0: I know. image
1: search I know. they're still doing it then i know it's
0: like next episode you know the, yeah. the page is still loading they're
1: out. they have such little contact and of course content and of course the reverse image search shows that they're stock pictures mm-hmm. get of course, of course. You could get on the internet and so just
0: right just to quickly jump in and recap for for the listeners um right yolanda is a, a really nice you know older woman her she's a widow. She has a family. She's working. She has her life relatively put together, it seems. But she's found this relationship with this guy online, na- online named The Williams. He's got an Instagram, and he's like this, you know, bodybuilding model, probably looks 20 or 30 years younger than her. Um, obviously, it doesn't seem real. We all have her doubts. Her kids have her doubts. But she doesn't get it. Um, and, it, you know, the story gets crazier. A couple of weeks ago. Someone wrote her saying, hey, we have your new pictures. We're going to release them to the internet unless you pay us. So clearly a blackmail scandal. The only person who who had her pictures, or an extortion scandal, I should say, the only person who had her pictures was the Williams. So we know where this is going. We know it's a scam. Um, they've never video chatted. And so her kids are like, come on, just realize it. So for the last three weeks, we've been waiting for this Google image search or reverse image search to come up and prove it to her. Finally, finally, it does. We see that these are all stock photos, predictably. And what does she say again? You know, mom. I don't he know. Do this?
1: I just can't be. I can't believe this that he could do this to me. And
0: the boy. Yeah, she's. You know, we got another day. It's another Dave. You know, these two cases are so they're sad because it's one thing when this is like a catfish for a twenty-year-old and they could just move on, but when they're these older people really looking for love and are really stuck and and just. Yeah, but look it. at the
1: extreme differences. This the one. This lady probably hasn't invested anything except her time. Mm-hmm. She it's hasn't true. sent money. She was going to go fly to visit him with her daughter, but he gave the wrong airport. He gave some <laughs> cargo. You remember the first couple episodes? He gave some cargo cargo terminal. Um, it was ridiculous. So so obviously didn't even know which airport he said. I mean, Manchester, London. So mm-hmm. she doesn't have much invested. It's only been a few months. So you really can't compare her to Dave.
0: Dave well, Harvard. I mean... I, don't know, I think they're both in the same umbrella. They're both going through the same things at an older age. Of course, Dave is a much more extreme example, but you know I don't envy either of them, that's for sure.
1: But I guess here's it is, now you have the kids. Now you have Yolanda's kids. I don't think they would allow her to go that far. I'm not like Dave at all. They would Well, really- I
0: mean, maybe, but you know, Dave has friends that have warned him ad nauseum that's not working, mm-hmm. so... Who knows. I mean, when you're a grown adult and it's your money and you want to do something, you'd hope that kids or friends could stop you. But mm-hmm. we've seen that that's not really the case necessarily. Um, So that's interesting.
1: So we'll see. Um, yeah, we will see. I don't um, know what, how they're going to drag it on, but we'll see.
0: All right. So I want to jump into, I think, you know, maybe the most interesting couple this week, a uh, really, you know, heavy hitter was Big Ed, a fan favorite. Maybe not so much anymore. We'll see. And Rose, who's quickly, I think, becoming the fan favorite, at least in my mind. Um, so, quick recap. wanna do you want to recap, Mom, what, what we saw this week? And then we'll dive into it.
1: So, this week, they're in Palawan. Beautiful, beautiful resort. And they were having a very um, romantic dinner last week. And when he... And also, sw- I guess, I think it was right after... Actually, this week is the romantic dinner continued. You know, they had... Yeah. Uh, Shower, uh pool scene everything they're really enjoying the place and she talks about wanting children and he more children and he mentions you know that he's going to have a vasectomy and he absolutely doesn't have any more money for two extra kids he just has enough for himself rose and her son prince so she's you know, pretty devastated. She said, I, I don't understand why you didn't tell me before I came. You always knew this was my dream. Why did you let it go so far? And she, you know, takes a walk.
0: Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I definitely have some opinions on this, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, what, what are your thoughts first off from, from this, uh, you know, this, this happening?
1: Well, she, I I guess we're going to get into, she really told him off, um, Good, but I, I'm thinking, too, I, I would have thought that that would have come up the whole time that they were talking. You know, I'd like to know, he said versus she said. She says that she did tell him she always wanted kids ahead. You know, and, and maybe he's going to say that he, he didn't want to tell her. Um, he just wanted her to fall in love with him.
0: I think, no, I think that is, I don't think there's any, you know, questions there. I think that's the fact. And that's what he also is stating is that he knew she wanted kids because he even said before he left for the Philippines, he's like, the one big issue is, or the one secret I have to let her know is that I want a vasectomy, even though I know she wants kids. So I think that was always no, the did case. Tell him. She did yeah, tell him. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely did tell him. Oh, Um, this
1: is, that's so terrible. It is
0: terrible. And I think this is like a really unique role reversal where first we had, you know, big Ed, who's this kind of obviously unique looking guy. He's got a, a, you know, big, warm personality. When you first meet him, you say, oh man, he really deserves love too. Why can't he be happy? You're kind of rooting for him. You're saying, you know, you can, you deserve it. You can, you can find Mm -hmm. someone go, go get your happiness. He's crying at the airport is all this stuff. Um, and Rose is a person, you know, her sister early on is asking for money. She's this younger girl. Is she the one who's taking advantage of him? And now, like slowly, slowly, I think the dynamic has completely shifted. Completely. You're now, you're now thinking that Big Ed is clearly, you know, he's the one who's just being selfish. She's in it for his own interests. And Rose is not, you know, she's standing her ground. She's she's really knows her value and she's she's not taking anything. She's finally saying, you know, no, I don't need you. I don't need this. I don't need the money or the the visa or whatever if you're going to be lying to me like this. And man, that was such an empowering moment to see Rose really just straight up come back and be like, you know, no way, Jose, like I'm done. You're not, you're not able to do this. And she's called him out exactly. And, and she you said, see- I know
1: who you are. And then not even so leaving so it she named
0: it so good. everything.
1: She said, you mm-hmm. insulted me. You told me I had bad breath. Mm-hmm. You, oh my gosh. She, she did on and on and on. She did not perfect. stop. So she yeah. named every insult. Every point that he did, she said, "You, you know, accused even accused uh, me of being in cahoots with my sister," and she just really stood up for herself. And it seems like he's now realizing that she had to agree to be with him. Mm-hmm. He thought yeah. he was on this trip to see if she was good enough for him. Now it seems like it's the other way around.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I'm, you know, it's great that it is that way. It's great to see. Yeah. I mean, Rose for, you know, you think that she's not the one with the cards she's got, you know, she doesn't have a lot of money. She's more desperate, but she really handled herself perfectly. She totally flipped it. She's like showing that she's in control and she knows her value. I and mean, then what a badass moment that was from her. And I think, you know, and she said it, she's like, you knew this so that I wanted two kids. Why didn't you tell me any of this stuff? And then he goes back to, instead of answering her question, because there is no answer for it. He says, Rose, I'm 50 something years old. I can't have more kids. But that's not the question, right? The question is, well, why didn't you tell me that before? I'm not saying that's fine. That's your truth. But you deliberately didn't tell me, which I think she's right to say. And it's, it's so selfish to withhold that because what are you you know that's what she wants in life. You know that's what's going to make her happy. And you know that's not what you want. And if you're not willing to talk about it early on and sort that out, you're just hoping that you can either like have a fun couple of weeks in the Philippines or you can just like sucker her in and like you know brainwash her into to, to going with you even though that's not the life she wants. And she'll be, you know, whether it's today or in a year or two years, she'll realize she's not happy. And I think that was so dishonest from him. And I think it really, really puts him in a worse light.
1: Well, it showed because she brought up, That was one of the points. She said, you lied about even your height. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think Rose forgets,
0: knows. you know, she could forget and forget. She moves on from on. But then all of a sudden, when, you know, everything comes to a halt, she's like, hey, yeah, you know, right. she had the receipts. She did not forget.
1: Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Everything that, that happened from day one. So I think you know, I think she's one of the only couples because I've seen so many where clearly the woman wanted children and the man had a vasectomy. Even David and Annie, who everybody loves so much now, he had a vasectomy and Annie clearly wanted children, but she she still came to America, you know? So they don't have kids to this day. There's so many that that still took the ring, took the ticket. And came over, but I don't right. think she go for it.
0: And and that's exactly true. And you could also make a case from what we see that out of everyone, Rose might be the one who's who has had the least out of almost all their characters on the in the show. Because you see, she doesn't have much. She lives at her sister's store in one little room on the wall, like we've seen how she lives. So so she's someone who really has the most to gain potentially, and yet she doesn't want to compromise on what she wants. And I think I yeah, think she has the most
1: integrity. Yeah, I absolutely. haven't seen this integrity in a long time. <laughs>
0: She's going to, you
1: know, tell him to stuff that green card. <laughs> I really think
0: so. I know. I'm so happy to hear that too. Um, yeah. yeah so, so big fan. And I road. think he
1: looks pretty shook up. He looks mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't think he expected this to go at all. He would say, do you love me? You know, the mm-hmm. more he buy her a dinner, take her to a swimming pool, you know, then she'd be so impressed and buy her a little, I don't know, lingerie or whatever he bought her, but pajamas. Mm-hmm but she's now that she's got yeah. self-worth and integrity.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, and, and, and he's we learned, no
1: mm-hmm. you know, he's <laughs>
0: absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's funny how you, you give people the benefit out. At least I know I did when you meet him and you, you think he deserves some happiness, but then you say, wait a minute, you know, maybe he's not single because of maybe the way he looks or, or his height or anything like that, but it's actually, it's no secret. It's just the personality, what he's trying to get. Yeah.
1: Personality so, talks.
0: Um, so yeah big big fan of rose this week that was an awesome moment i think because we definitely learned a lot about both of them and um okay i think we have just one couple left for this episode we're gonna dive into well i guess yeah, i don't even call it a couple at any point this season but we'll go into darcy and tom so uh, uh, i guess i'll give a quick i'll give a quick uh, recap yeah. so darcy's been on the show a few times you know with first with a, a different guy jesse now with tom um the relationship from the beginning of the season always felt weird are they together are they not together it was really hard to see I don't it's almost like they just had to put some edits together to force another couple because they needed something to show this season and we're like oh it's Darcy we're used to her okay fine and Tom I mean he gives you creepy vibes like at first I liked him but he almost seems like a serial killer now just the way he talks and he talks to his new girl and his old girl and the way he talks about things it's creeping me out but basically he's he was trying to give Darcy a a note to say like you know I don't just to make some big dramatic scene but still it wasn't to get back with her it was basically to end things and she didn't want it which is fine and then
1: i don't know no. i thought the no no i thought he was pre- pre- processing his love professing his love because he's remember when he was writing before he wrote he said i really realized i do love darcy i think mm. he just some 15 more minutes of fame i think that yeah. was a love letter
0: yeah that's he the thing who knows and, and it was so the whole thing was him. so confusing
1: because he the
0: one, but he could have just said at the door, you know, I love you, I want to be with you. You know, forget the letter then. But he refused to actually say any of those words. So it's just confusing to me what he I really wanted. I think he
1: he was trying to save face. He um, did he prepared. Yeah. He had that girl waiting. You know, the girl that's from Toronto, just kind of on a leash. He was prepared to see, either way. He wanted to save face that if she would slam the door in his face, then he could say, "I'm good riddance to Darcy. I didn't want her anyway." you know, and then if she would welcome him with open arms, then he could, you know, be again, be above her. I'll, I'll give her another chance. I don't think he expected it to go that way at all.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I,
1: looking for fame and he's not getting it.
0: uh, Yeah, that's possible. I, I think he, I don't think he ever really liked Darcy. I don't know. I just, I think he, I think you're right about him looking for fame. Because um, so the her. whole thing sound like a sound like he was trying to be a movie character, and then because maybe his pride was still hurt because Darcy really, and maybe that's why she refused to open the letters because she knew that he was just trying to get on camera and she didn't want to give him those moments, so he totally shut her shut him out, and then his pride was hurt, so he's like, oh, how can I not look like a fool on on TV? Let me go say I have another girl that's even better. Let me call her for the camera to see, and then I, this poor girl is calling. Who knows how she's supposed to feel about all this? And it's like, wait a minute, wait. what you're about to confess love to someone else, and now you're like, what is going on here?
1: yeah wait till she sees the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know if if she even to get her 15 minutes or his 15 minutes i don't think she's gonna have want anything to do with that i think she'll kick him to the curve after
0: yeah and then you is it. kind of just also like kind of weird the way he was talking to her it's like oh i'll come visit you in toronto and oh, how a about nice i take dinner. you yeah i take you to a nice dinner like is it a line for the camera is he trying to impress her? it just felt so fake and weird
1: well he's always How's been that guy? way he, he's the he's the one that People proved, you know, he was posting photos when he first started dating Darcy. He mm-hmm. was posting, uploading all these photos of cars that weren't his and places that have nothing to do with him. And, you know, people called him out. And he said, No, I just like, oh, it.
0: Wow.
1: yeah. So he's always done this. Who knows even what, you know, what kind of bank account he has? I don't think he, <laughs> yeah. he's um, just I
0: agree. I'm trying, trying to be that.
1: real pompous. Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. So, I think, you know, that's, we'll see where that goes, but it looks like that's the end of that, um, and I think that's our, our, our couples for, for this episode. Um, man, so any, you know, overall summary or thoughts from, from this week, Alana, Mom?
1: Well, I, you know, it's funny, we didn't, we talked about Uzman and Lisa, she was going through trying to be real theatrical of everything she's done, and I didn't see that she did too much, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. she got to name what? all these things that would all be for um... now i bought a neither. goat for this <laughs> yeah i didn't really think that she did a lot of things
0: i spent 20 minutes in a mosque for this yeah mm-hmm.
1: so I, I didn't see that she yeah really...
0: it's all because it's all work to her you know if they really loved each other she'd spending yeah. she's spend voice father.
1: her <laughs> raspy voice she's obviously a heavy smoker but really heavy because that yeah. raspy voice is just that's too.
0: something else i know that plus yeah, the i, I,
1: I would have liked to have seen his friends again yeah,
0: they were great they were they great were I, I want the really spin-off i want the Usman and friends spin-off that would be nice
1: <laughs> yeah they would be or they could join last season's michael's mm-hmm. Goofy, the one oh made. yeah Goofy. That's Goofy. True. yeah goofballs yeah, meets this friend, friend that would be good yeah, yeah so i think it. Yeah, but we'll we'll see we'll see there's a lot um you know we can just speculate about for next yeah. week we can speculate is is um or Ash and Avery, if they stick together, are they going to meet his ex wife? Oh
0: yeah, they're in such a weird place now. Like, do they? They're at each other's throats. They're fighting. Do they still? Does she meet his son and her his ex wife? That at this point, that's a really complicated place to be in. So, who knows? Yeah.
1: And then she um, says, she did mention, she did say, you know, I'm going to bring him back to America. And I was thinking, Australia is such a cool place, like you said. I don't think America is such a prize <laughs> With when you after you see all that scenery with both. You know the I know, girls I know, it's and true. all the sights we're seeing. It's not such a bad place that you have to absolutely jump to America. But well, we'll see. We and enjoy. so
0: I think, yeah. And as we as we close out this week, let's uh, you know do what we do every week at the end of our episodes. Um, who are you crushing on this week? It's whether it's a couple or a character or a moment. What is your you know this? I think we have
1: week? to we have to crush. Like, I would say we have to crush again on Rose. Take. Mm-hmm. She was like a sumo wrestler. The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, driver. yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: it. did this. I know who you are, and I just thought that would, like I said, I thought that was it. But she went.
0: This is annihilation. Yeah, you saw her come go. back from her walk, and you saw that she had like the missile like detectors in her eyes. She was out for blood. She knew where she was going, and she just went to attack mode. And uh, you know, more power to her. That was awesome. Um, yeah, and I guess I would also pick Rose, but just to have a different pick because I think she did. She nailed it. My uh, crush of the week would probably be let's say erica's father man he was awesome this big jovial fun uh fun australian dude he was great the jokes are great they're a little cheesy they're dad jokes but i was digging it i think he would, uh really came off great on camera so it was fun to see him and our um cringe of the week what is your cringiest moment this week? well i
1: guess that we're gonna probably will tie ed i would have to tie him and david mm-hmm. literally i was thinking that the, they're gonna come with psychiatric coach <laughs> oh, for uh, dave you know and yeah. like they say in florida baker act when you if somebody's really a danger i think he's becoming a danger to himself No,
0: oh boy So i'd
1: say the two of them tie what about you
0: yeah that's a great that's a great pick um hmm. let's see yeah i think i'd also probably go with no you know what i'm gonna go with tom i think but that whole like let i'll buy you a fancy dinner thing it was just super cringy awkward i didn't know what was going on I'll say that yours are good picks, but I'll just add Tom to to the cringe of the week for me.
1: I think um, we I can't imagine that we're gonna have anything to do with Tom again.
0: I know I don't know what like our story is done, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, so ten weeks into the season, had a lot of ups and downs. You know, I think we have at least one couple to to kind of still kind of root for. We'll see but uh yeah another another great episode thank you so much mom for for spending this uh, oh, it's hour my pleasure. it's always nice to catch up and spend time to talk with you yeah
1: yeah i loved it
0: um all right so till next week i'm dylan
1: and i'm alana all
0: right and we're the 90 thoughts podcast see you next week
1: see you next week